Welcome to Takeout Breakout, where friends surprise each other with food delivery. It's social distance fun in a very unfun time. We're your hosts, Megan, Kate, Emily, and Giselle, and we hope you're hungry because we're serving up hot takes. So do you guys think this episode was more complex or less? I think this is probably the easiest episode that has ever been done. It was such a dream. I just had food show up. Yeah. (laughs) It was so easy. I know we're spoiled to death. So yeah, spoiled to death. Yeah. Yeah. So the theme for this one would lead you to believe that we all had shitty meals. But I know for a fact that I did not have a shitty meal. Um, Emily, why don't you talk about, sorry, Emily, why don't you tell us what the theme is and, uh, and uh, why you wanted it for new year's. So um, the theme for this episode was dinner for one, the saddest new year's ever. Um, And I I wanted to do it because while we were uh, talking about ideas, <clears throat> when we were brainstorming and thinking about New Year's, like I associate New Year's with that song "Auld Lang Syne," but the really slow, sad, like you're sitting in a diner by yourself, uh, and like it's the saddest New Year's ever. <laughs> can Can you hum it I for us? I, uh... like and you just like just imagine sitting at a diner all by yourself while that's like playing in the background and that's honestly how I imagine this year's New Year's for me, which isn't, it won't be the case, but, um, so that's where that idea came from. I really you know, like that. I just think that New Year's in general is not a stellar holiday. It's, it's not. It gets so hyped much, up a lot, but. There's so much letdown every yeah. year, every year. I mean, it's an opportunity to dress nice and get drunk with your friends, but there's always this weird, like. It's the last thing you're doing of the year. So there's like so much pressure on it and it just never lives up to it. No, it doesn't. It usually ends up being like the most mellow party. And yeah, it's not. No, exactly. I don't agree either, Giselle. Wait, 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 Giselle. Wait. Do you agree with this? Wait, that it's set. Well, okay. Well, here's the thing. I have one New Year's Eve night that was, it was really fun. And I think like my friends who were with me, probably thought it was fun but uh, say I had a New Year's Eve that was extremely depressing because I had a date and I went to go meet my date out and then in the middle of the night he left with another girl oh that sucks wow (laughs) yeah and I ended up not being able to get an uber home because I was in San Francisco (gasps) at a club and so I had to sleep in someone's car (laughs) 
Oh she no! Did, did you also get robbed? Maybe <laughs> no. I think I was also maybe drunk, and so I don't know whose car I slept in. Was it like just some random car? I don't like really remember. I remember. I remember walking down the street with some guy that I met, and then like I think we like slept in his car because we were trying to share an Uber home, and we both couldn't get an Uber um, because he couldn't drive his car. You know what I'm saying? Right. So he was oh going to leave gosh. his car, and we were going to get an Uber back to the East Bay. It was a mess. This was years what a ago. Mess. Total mess. Um, so that's how I think about New Year's. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I I, f- I feel like New Year's has such potential to be fun and a, and a big party and getting dressed up and going out dancing is is like one of my favorite things. And it's such a good excuse for somebody over the age of 30 to go do it. Um, but yeah, I guess to be honest, usually I'm at home and in bed by nine. So I miss it. (laughs) Wow. Good job. Yeah. Um, But since we had this really uh, interesting and bummer of a theme, we thought this would have, we thought this would be a great opportunity to bring on a super special guest (laughs) to our show (laughs) to compliment said theme. Someone we've mentioned in probably every episode of takeout breakout we've recorded yeah yeah in some <laughs> way shape or form mm-hmm. his name has come up and he certainly mm-hmm. is within this text thread that we always have going as a group just so you all know it, he has been begging us actually to be on the show for he quite some could time not <laughs> wait to what? be on the show so excited what a we're thrill. so easy to work with <laughs> we decided to throw him a bone <laughs> and with that we have here a uh, Zach Pfeiffer. Yay. Also, uh, thank you guys. I have been excited and also worth pointing out that I write the music for the show. Maybe more important than anything that you guys can draw up. <laughs> you know, and notably, notably, um, before this podcast started, uh, I was you know, I'm I'm a composer as well, and I am not that technically abled when it comes to stuff like this. And because of this show and Zach teaching me in like, you know, in non electronic ease, like in regular music talk, he explained to me how to use some of the technology. I've been experimenting with writing stuff, and maybe we'll be involved in a future podcast. So thank you for that, Zach. Yeah. How do we all? Oh, sorry. How do we all know Zach? Mine's obvious. I'm married to him. We have the same College. last name, sort of. Your work. <laughs> we know how you know Megan, Kate. How do you know Zach? <laughs> and then I met Zach. <laughs> uh, uh, Zach is my brother-in-law. <laughs> what, a tang- what a tangled web we weave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zach was my roommate in college. So, Zach, I know that um, we've had you involved from really day zero on this podcast. Like you said, we conveniently forgot to mention that you um, do the uh, intro and outro music for us. You're very involved when it comes to doing um, the final production on the file and helping us get it, you know, all of our audio, like, finished up before we can upload it. And... um, you also get pulled into some various hijinks like like here and there. So um, 
What did you think about concept for this episode was to pull in Zach, who's been involved really from day zero with this podcast. He has keyword keyword pulled. Pulled. Yeah. I mean, there was some massaging to get him involved (laughs) in this episode. I I can attest to that. Massaging. I don't I don't know if I like where we're going with this. (laughs) I'm two states away, so you know it wasn't me. But strokes um, his ego. I mean Zach has been a um, you know, silent fifth member of this podcast crew for so long and gets pulled into various hijinks. And so our high level concept for this episode, apart from our saddest night ever theme was let's get Zach involved. Let's make him um, do the ordering for all of us. And so Zach, I want to ask you, uh, what did you think of the ordering process? Uh, actually, my my goal, thanks, Kate. My goal was to uh, make it really easy for myself. And the number one goal after that, uh, actually, well, beyond that, was that it was easy for you guys because one thing that has been annoying uh, is it seems like there are a lot of problems with delivery uh, because I'm not sure if it just has to do with people ordering for each other, but we've had some bizarre mix-ups. Um, I think I, I don't know if you guys talked about the time, uh, confession, I don't listen to every episode, but I don't know if you guys talked about the time when Megan and I had a guy walking around our apartment complex screaming, Kate, your husband's name, because (laughs) you, you you order. (laughs) (laughs) Mike! Yeah. And and I happened to be down there. I, I think I was getting the mail or doing laundry. And there's a guy just screaming Mike. And I, I thought for a second, like, that's a pretty common name, but also I know what they're doing right now. We we did discuss this because that was when I got you guys that was our twenty dollar wildcard episode when I got you guys Nick the Greek. Um so yeah, we we touched on that one. Um good I, memory. I, you know, I think that it's um it's so funny because I think that it's the volume of ordering that we do really raises all of these issues. Cause I think that, you know, in so many of these episodes, like three of us um, will have totally fine delivery. And then there'll be one person whose delivery is just totally fucked up. And like, there's nothing that can like really salvage it. Um, And so I think over the course of however many episodes we've done at this point, um, we average probably one order mess up an episode at least. Um, actually, sorry, speaking of past orders, last week we did, or not last week, but our last episode was the Christmas one and mine was all over the place. I just want the listeners to know that my Walmart bag with all of my Sunday stuff did finally come with an added (laughs) bonus of two packs of bologna. Amazing. (laughs) Yeah. nobody can explain and I did enjoy my Sunday well I'm glad to hear that and I will say that order got entirely messed up due to me my like human error so it wasn't even the apps you know I, are you right? okay. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to use the hand toggle I've been staring at it I've been I staring at it like look at that blinking hand <laughs> I saw it too, and I was like, Megan has to wait her turn. I know. I just wanted to make sure. Okay, sorry. Oh. Paused in. 
<laughs> so Zach, I, I kind of saw this opportunity for you as a chance to get a little payback in for all of the bad meals you've had to endure over the course of this show. Did you, did you take that approach at all when you were ordering for us? Well, uh, so I, I don't know if Megan has mentioned this. Um, I, I would never uh, talk about how awesome of a composer I am because I'm a professional in that regard, but I'm totally an amateur uh, cook. And so I'll, I'll totally brag about being an amateur chef. Um, and to me, food is super important. Like it's, it's an important part of the day to sit down. Uh, I cook a lot and, and Megan and I have usually two meals a day and that's a really important time of the day for me. Uh, and with, whether it's with friends um, maybe sometimes during COVID, but not, not very often, or just with Megan. So not really, Meg. Um, I, I know I was supposed to, but, you know, I was like, no, I, I, I like all these people, even Emily. And I have to say, like, Zach, Zach might not respect us, but he respects food too much to send us something bad. <laughs> Don't believe anything Zach says. <laughs> I, I, I really wanted uh, the four of you to be able to have, like, yeah, I wanted the sad theme to kind of be there, um, but I really want the four of you to have a really awesome meal. And I wanted to play up the fact that it, for most of you guys, it was easy to pick a meal that was kind of sad because I knew you would like it so much. And that's almost what made it sad. <laughs> so it's really a deep cut if you think about it, because I, I, hopefully you guys all like your meals. But I, that's the sad part about it, really, is how much – you know, hopefully you guys like them. <laughs> you know, I'm really, I'm so really debased. <laughs> I'm really living for your confidence level today, Zach. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so excited to hear what everyone got. Should we jump into it? Yeah. yeah. Zach, wants do you want to decide? Wait, wait, wait. First? Stop the plane. Okay. Wait till the post first. Uh, yeah, let's go down my Zencaster order. And so that means that Kate is first. All right. Um, I will admit that when I got my food, I was like, Zach did not pay attention to the theme at all. He just ordered me something that I find very delicious and enjoyable to eat. <laughs> and I'm so curious about this deep cut that he's going for here. So... It was a very straightforward delivery process. So check right on that. Um, the food was delivered right in my my window. There was no mix up. Um, I will go run through everything that I received. Um, but it didn't seem like based on the receipt on the bag that anything was missed. So Zach got me uh, an enormous amount of chicken wings from a restaurant called South Mouth. And yeah, and I was like, oh, this is going to be wings. These are going to be so good. This is not a sad meal, but this is like Zach just trying to hook us up with some good food. So I was pretty thrilled. Um, I have actually not eaten at South Mouth before. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. So um, I was excited to try them. I've been really wanting to. I've heard that they've got good wings. And in the bag, there were six different types of wings. Um, plus a cookie and um, funnel cake fries, I want to say they were called. Um, like They were like a sweet dessert French fry type deal. So with these wings, 
Um, there were four bone in, which are, if you've listened to our episode <laughs> on wings, we all the know that, is, of wings. that is the superior of the wings. <laughs> <laughs> um, there were four bone in and those were a tie, um, which was wet, uh, lemon pepper, um, golden honey and savory garlic. And then there were two chicken nuggets. There was a sriracha ranch um, boneless wing and then a spicy garlic ranch boneless wing. And man, just like top to bottom, they were pretty solid. It's hard to mess up wings. Um, I love them so much that I I eat like Domino's wings, guys. Like I'm not going to turn away. Okay, that's sad. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I know. That's sad. I was expecting, you know, Zach, I was really expecting you to send me like a pack of cigarettes and a 40 and like I would have <laughs> – and I would have smoked them all. So <laughs> um, but, um, I think that my favorite of this batch were probably surprisingly the Thai. Um it had this really nice, like, red chili, spicy flavor. Um, it was a surprise to me because lemon pepper is my, like, all-time favorite wing type. Um, these were good, but they just weren't um, very powerfully seasoned. Uh, they were maybe a little light on the seasoning. Uh, the savory garlic was super tasty. Um the one I thought was a little weird was the golden honey. Um, it was really wet. It was just like a super damp, <laughs> damp wing Gross. experience. Damp. It was, and it was sweet. <laughs> Moist. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, swampy. We've used that before. Oh, that's right. Yep. Um, it was just kind of sweet and wet. And I think I just prefer uh, spicy wings or savory um, more so, but they were still, I mean, I still ate them, so it was fine. Um, and then that's the, sad. the two, you know, went, <laughs> this is the whole deal. And then the, <laughs> I think this is what Zach's going for here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then for the boneless ones, they were both like, okay, I had one of each and they were fine. Um, but I ate a lot of the others and I will admit this is kind of embarrassing. I didn't have any of the dessert that you sent. I left it for Mike because I ate so many wings that I felt kind of sick after. <laughs> I feel like that hit sad right on that is perfect. <laughs> I know. It's like a saw trap, but for food. <laughs> wow, Not quite dead crossover. <laughs> I know. I know. I had to. Um, but it was, it was great. I would order from them again. Um, Kate, I have a question. Yeah, go, go um, I, I might have missed this, but did it come with any, did you get any of the, like, carrots, celery, uh, stuff like no, that? No, and I respect them so much. They did not put up with any of that bullshit. There was zero vegetables. Oh, you don't uh, like that? I don't like it. I don't bother with it. I'm here for the meat. Yeah, Most that? of them get thrown away when they come with my no. order. Oh, like, I love I them. ordered yeah. wings. I didn't order Me too, salad. Me too. Oh I'm with God. Giselle on this. It's a palate cleanser. Um, I don't flavors. That's in the no. way. Celery gets stuck in your teeth. It's terrible. Wait, but like, did you I, get blue I go. Um, so Zach sent me six cups of ranch. Um, <laughs> that is an adequate amount. Um, they make it in house. I heard, which is pretty funny. I don't. Um, on a lot of wings, I really like the wing uh, flavor profile, and so I tend to not use 
a lot of dipping sauces unless it's like just a straight up like Frank's red hot like style wing then mm-hmm. I'll use like ranch or blue cheese um, and it, so like on these ones yeah yeah exactly so like on all of these ones because all of the flavors were more interesting um, I did not use I didn't really use the ranch so I have a lot of ranch left over um, and not a lot of wings left over because I did eat a lot at 12 30 on a Monday um, and then I had to go to four hours of meetings after and, <laughs> and I was like sticky I felt like my whole face was like <laughs> Like oh my to the touch. I'm picturing you on a video call with just like sots all over your face. Yeah. <laughs> I like frantically like floss like right before my meetings, but I didn't have time to like fully like douse my body in water. Just picking your teeth during the meeting. <laughs> uh yeah, but it was uh, you know, showed up on time. It was delicious, plenty of food. Um would order from them again, so it was great. Um wow, I <laughs> I have, I, I'm going to try to keep it brief because I know you guys hate long episodes, but I, first thing I want to say about this order is that <laughs> I, I feel like Kate and I could honestly have an offshoot uh, podcast that's just Kate and I talking about wings. Yes. Um, <laughs> because there are so many things she said here that I agree with, and there are so many things I said that, I, that she said that I, I disagree with, and we could like, it could be an hour long episode. So um, much content. Yeah, like even just the carrots and celery thing. I'm so on board with Giselle on this. Like, I, I want those carrots and celery. Um, so I don't I go get. Low, I go lowbrow. I wanna. I want like a a sip of Dr Pepper in between each wing. I don't want. I don't <laughs> Dr. want. Pepper. No, I want like I, 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 I like like a like a zin like a zinfandel with my wings, and I want to have like carrots and celery. I and prefer I milk. 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 Oh, filling. So I, I, uh, I, I, okay. I'll say a few other things here. So, uh, Mike had told me that you guys had had this place. Uh, he before. was wrong. Um, he, okay. was th- he was thinking of the wing place that Megan ordered for me during our wings episode, which is Peckish, which is um, ah. another wings place in Boulder. It is not South Mouth, though. Okay. Well, uh, so so all of you guys know, and this will apply to all your orders. I'm, I'm a huge Yelp guy. Uh, and, and South Mouth actually doesn't have the best Yelp rating. But when I start reading reviews, I was like, oh, this sounds like wings that I, I think Kate and I like. And I think, Kate, we've discussed wings multiple times. And I think mm-hmm. we like when the wings are uh, fried. Um, yep. And, and the meat, I don't act, normally I want my chicken to be a little moist, but not mm-hmm. on wings. Um, the chicken is really just a medium for the, the rub or the sauce, right? So. Yep. That was that was what a lot of people were kind of complaining about with this place, and I was like, "Oh, sounds great," but I think it's something like two and a half stars on Yelp, and that's pretty bad. Oh boy, um, I would not have given them two and a half stars. I would have probably given them a solid four stars. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that the uh, the chicken was cooked great for wings. Um, they were fried, but they weren't um, they weren't overly dried out though. Um, and I think that. Uh, potentially like i mentioned on the golden honey it was a little overly sauced but i don't think that they really did that on the others and then i think on the dry rub ones um the 
the fried quality like really came through nicely. They were a little shy with seasoning. I but I like super salty, really heavily seasoned dry rub wings. Um like I mentioned, yeah. lemon pepper is my favorite. And so it was like really good, like small things I would have tweaked to like make them perfect. Well, here's here's how I want to run through the rest of this real quick. I, I'd like to say if Kate and I did an offshoot wings podcast, I think like hearing her talk, I, I was taking notes. I, I think there's six episodes, um, I, five or six episodes right here. We already talked about a whole episode on carrots and celery or no yep. carrots and celery. Okay. Mm-hmm. The second one would be ranch or blue cheese. Now, I know it, that uh, you guys may not know this, but the Smiths, Kate and her husband, Mike, they love ranch more yes. than the average person does. <laughs> they're the, they're the first people I saw dipping pizza in ranch, which is a very California thing. Uh, I'm from the East Coast. Yeah, that's uh, common. Yeah, big pizza culture on the East Coast. No one would ever think to dip pizza in ranch. Um, I do it now all the time. I picked this actually up from the Smiths. Um, so it, the the ranch versus blue cheese thing. Mm-hmm. Another one, Kate, you had this comment that I, again, a whole episode here, disagree that it's hard to mess up wings. You said it's hard to mess up wings. I Oh my God, I've had some disgusting wings. So I, I have to really disagree with that. Um, okay, then here's another big one. Thai. I'm so happy you like the Thai. Uh, whenever I order wings, I always get Thai. I don't know why, but they always seem to be many places' best wings. Like, they're always so good. Oh man, I, um, you know, Wingstop does an excellent Korean wing. Like, that's... I feel like sometimes, like, the... Asian flavors that get pulled into wings are really good. I feel like people are able to get like a little lazy about like their buffalo and whatnot. And it's just kind of like, you know, mediocre. But yeah, the tire was delicious. Oh, I love this. Yeah, we'll have our own. Yeah, I know. We'll have and, our and, own podcast. And just a quick aside, I actually hate normal buffalo wings. I hate that Frank's red sauce. That I hate that flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. So the Thai and then I, I the golden honey, that's interesting because I was like, I'm going to pick out some classics, right? The people who love wings, there's the classics. Lemon pepper, that's a classic. Dry rub mm-hmm. lemon pepper. Mm-hmm. Thai is a classic. Golden, it was called like grizzle honey or something. Yeah. <laughs> it, it had a weird name. I was like, this must be like, <laughs> this must be like just them. And let's just go with it. I was like, I'm going to order this one and see what she says about it. It was um, the weirdest one of the bunch. Okay. It was like you opened it and it was like a box of sauce with some wings tossed into it. Okay. Yeah, yeah it was weird. <laughs> More like um, golden shower. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was kind of just a random one. Now, the other big note I have here is I have the word Mike with an exclamation point. So um, since I've been dragged into this, I'm going to drag Mike into this too <laughs> a little bit. Uh Mike does not like bone-in wings in general, and this is what's kind of a thing. Kate <laughs> and I like bone-in wings. Megan and Mike like boneless wings. And mm-hmm. I, Kate, I super appreciate that you called them chicken nuggets. You actually <laughs> did that. You, <laughs> you kind of did that, I think, without even thinking about it. You were like, there are some boxes of chicken nuggets. Um, and, and I got <laughs> they, are. they are that's what they are I got those for Mike likewise I got the cookie 
assuming Mike would eat that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, um, great. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys liked it. Now, the final thing bef- with this one is the sad element. There's sort of a couple factors going on here. One, Kate had uh, braces taken off fairly recently. So, mm-hmm. um, in general, adult braces are just sad. It's, they're just sad. Um, and <laughs> On top of that, you can't eat wings when you have adult braces. This is true. Well, what about can. child braces? Can you eat wings if you have child braces? You can eat baby wings. Yeah, you, yeah, you can eat child wings. braces. You can eat chicken nuggets. Um, but also, I, I, as I was ordering it, I was like, you know, there's this added bonus element that you touched on, Kate, where I was like, this guy's going to walk, you know, it, it was contactless delivery, right? Mm-hmm. But this guy's just like basically delivering, you know, 30 bone-in chicken wings to a 29-year-old woman at 1230 on a Monday mor- <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> and I think that's just really kind of sad in general. <laughs> it's a gig economy, baby. Yeah, Um, (laughs) which is very very sad um no it's true I had braces for a very long time I don't even want to say how long I had them for because it bums me out for how long I had those braces for um and during that time period not being able to eat wings was probably the worst thing because I love wings so much I love wings uh I also wasn't really eating chips or bagels or like things like that and that was a bummer as well but uh, I would try to eat wings with my braces and then I would get frustrated and have to stop. And that's like, I would go to places and like order wings and I would eat too. And I'd be like, I can't do this. This is dumb. That's um, where boneless comes in to save the day. Can't go wrong with boneless. Same. It's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> I Yeah. But uh, what a great selection. Um, I think that you really, um, you know, got me in the soul there in terms of sadness, but also gave me a really good meal. So I appreciated it. Awesome. Um, Who's next? So on my Zencaster list, Megan is next. Ooh. Your wife? Spouses. My, my spouse, yeah. <laughs> Partner. Um, wife, yeah. legal wife. How do yeah. you guys do this? Civil union. Did he go get it? No, it, it got delivered. We did it the traditional takeout breakout way. Delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I made a point of telling Zach, don't tell me what anybody got. Don't tell me what we got. I did not want to know. I wanted to be surprised like I normally would be. And um, mm-hmm. we ended up with a buttload of Chinese American food. <gasps> yeah. And let me tell you, it was so fucking good this is where we're gonna go for our christmas meal um i think i've mentioned this before but zach and i have a tradition of getting chinese food for christmas and we're definitely gonna go back here for christmas what was the name of the place zach i forget already it was called joy walk joy walk yeah Yeah. props to joy walk they were great um we had chop suey with crispy noodles and chow mein which is one of my favorites it's like one of my favorite greasy chinese food items and it was great it was it it, it exceeded my expectations um we also had pot stickers and 
One thing I thought was a little weird with this order were the the spring rolls. I I, I guess everybody does can do spring rolls, right? But I, I tend to think of it as a as a Vietnamese thing or um, a Thai thing. It came with peanut sauce. Um, they were oh. those were those were okay. But Wait, uh, it came with peanut sauce. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Why so? I don't know. I guess like. Normally when I get spring rolls specifically from like Chinese American restaurants, it comes with like sweet and sour or something like that. Mm. No, I've always, I think that might be why I was thinking Thai um, mm-hmm. or Vietnamese because the, when I, when I have spring exactly. rolls, yeah, they usually come with that sauce. Right. Um, we, yeah. We also had some egg rolls and I'm not really a big egg roll fan. Um, I'm not really a big fried food fan in general. But these were small. These were a little on the small side, and they were really crispy. They did not get stale on the way over or or soggy. So the delivery here was great. It it really I think Chinese American takeout pairs really well with delivery. Um, everything was 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 really great. We the last thing that we had were these fried donut. Uh, sorry. We had fried bananas covered oh. in cinnamon sugar that were really good. Apparently, this is like a, a Zach childhood favorite. From a Chinese restaurant? I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I had I'd never, never heard of it that. before. Yeah, I'd never heard of it either. Yeah, and it came with this red, um, it, was it banana sauce or, or some kind of sweet and sour sauce? It's Anyways, very similar it to the... Yeah, it's very similar to the sweet and sour sauce that they put on sweet and sour pork. But I think I think they cook the sweet and sour pork sauce and then scoop a little more sugar in and separate it out and put a little more sugar in this stuff. Yeah, it tasted maybe, like it. Maybe some vanilla extract. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, this was a real winner of a meal. And I was trying to figure out what made it sad. I thought... Well, what I ended up landing on was what made it sad is the amount of food we got. Uh, this was this was enough food for two of our meals that day. But I think if I was really ordering this for myself and Zach wasn't ordering it for both of us, I would have ordered the exact same amount. No. And that's what I think is sad. Yes. No, I mean, that's such an image, right? That you might see like someone sitting sad on New yes. Year's Day all alone. They didn't get the kiss the night before, surrounded by takeout boxes and hungover. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah. Is that what you were going for, Zach? Well, you know, uh, I, I like how uh, cute into this conversation Giselle is. And I think it's because, like me, Giselle has is this East Coast... Uh, to South, which doesn't matter here, to West Coast transplant. And actually, this is the first time, uh, I think, Meg, you and I have really had what I think is like proper East Coast Chinese American food. The the West Coast does Chinese Mm. food and in general East Asian food better than the East Coast. But I think if there's one thing East Coast does better, it's proper Chinese American food. This place felt like proper Chinese American food. And I would just say that if you are a, a East Coast transplant in the Bay Area, in the South Bay, 
Joy Walk, man, perfect. At very New York Chinese food, very mm. East Coast city Chinese food. Um, Yummy. Even, have, even having chop suey is pretty uncommon. Uh, you can't find a lot of places that actually will list that on the menu. The sad aspect to me, Meg, is two things. One, on, on a broad level, just like Giselle's saying, just boxes and boxes of Chinese food. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're, 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 either, you're either trying to figure out like a break in the case, like, like your lawyers, right, <laughs> on a TV show. All-nighter. Uh, yeah, you're pulling it all-nighter. You got your sleeves rolled up. You're either you're either doing computer <laughs> stuff or you know right you know or you're you're a lawyer. Um, it's what they order in a few good men, like literally that this scene is from a true. few good men. Um, but on a more on a more uh, personal level, you know, Meg, you and I do uh, our Chinese Christmas every year, and this is a this is a, a, a tradition. Uh, on the East Coast, especially among Jewish Americans, but uh, a lot of East East Coasters do this uh, because it's the only place on Christmas that's open is is where this comes from. So, if you don't want to cook your own, traditionally, if you don't want to open your own, uh, oh, excuse me, if you don't want to cook your own meal on Christmas uh, and you want to do takeout, you're you're probably doing Chinese. Uh, so it's it's pretty common and. The, the sad aspect, I guess, in a way, here in California, we are uh, we are in hardcore quarantine now until January 4th, and it's December 8th right now. So whether Meg and I want to or not, this is what we're eating for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> even if we wanted to go out, we couldn't. <laughs> even if we want to go out, even if we wanted to go down to Southern California, you know, it's not it's it's not happening. So. Uh, we're kind of forced to have this takeout probably on Christmas, which is great because Jory Walk was amazing. So that was so the really, sad aspect. So the sad aspect is that we liked it and we're going to have it again. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, and that we're not lawyers and we don't make lawyer money. <laughs> no, we don't. But you might roll up your sleeves, though. We can roll up our sleeves. We can get dressed and- up and roll up our sleeves. <laughs> Ooh, yes. I love this idea. <laughs> well, this is this is a rare opportunity. Uh, it only happens once in a while. We did it for teams. Um, but you had the exact same meal I had. And I'm a little curious um, of your take on the meal. Mm. Um, yeah, like I said, I thought... So we've tried uh, a number of Chinese places and what i'll say about the bay area in general is the chinese food is way better than the chinese food on the east coast it's more authentic Um, for sure it's It's more authentic as chinese american but you know i'll briefly tell you the story meg you and i have a friend uh our friend chen kai he he's he's chinese and he when we were in vegas together took us to a restaurant that is supposed to be a really good chinese restaurant we get there, we're all eating, and it's very much Chinese American that we paid like seventy dollars a person for. And I said to I said to KK, uh, we call him KK. I said to him, "Hey, uh, you know, KK, this is really Chinese American food." And he says to me, "Well, you have to understand that in the Bay Area, you know, this is really 
uh, for a lot of us, this is a guilty pleasure, the Chinese American food. People around our age in our 30s, because their parents in the Bay Area don't eat this, right? And so he loved this food, and um, that shows in the Bay Area. So you can you cannot find great Chinese American places in the Bay Area because they're all so good and they're authentically Chinese, which is infinitely better than Chinese American overall, right? <laughs> That's um, such an interesting um, comment because I work with a guy, Caesar, who also just randomly loves going to Panda Express. And yeah. I cannot, for the love of me, like, I cannot for the life of me figure out why because it's awful. But uh, it tastes like college to me. But but I get your point. Yeah. It tastes so like college. <laughs> I just, I just want, I, I've been wanting to find something that is just like, not, you know, there, man, there's so many good true Chinese restaurants near us um, that Megan and I go to, but I've been wanting to find something that's just that chow mein. When I saw they had chopped suey on the menu, I was like, oh, this is the place. Uh, and I, I think it delivered. So I loved it. And the fried bananas uh, are so good. I, I love those. And they really are basically just fried bananas. There's nothing else to them. <laughs> uh, there's sugar, salt, and then uh, sugar, salt, sugar, uh, and cinnamon. And they batter them a little bit. And I, I guess deep fry them. Very good if you can find them. Uh, pretty rare out here. That's the first time I've ever seen them. The spring roll I'd like to address real quick also. Okay. Uh, so the spring roll was kind of fun. Meg loves spring rolls, but she's 100% right. It was very weird to sit here and eat this kind of greasy Chinese-American food and then eat a spring roll. The spring roll yeah. was really – the spring roll was good. It was a good spring roll. The, peanut, right. sauce, the peanut sauce was good. It, it was good. But I was like, oh, I don't want this cilantro, <laughs> lettuce, and, you know, slightly steamed shrimp. I don't want this right now. This is like, I want this with Vietnamese food, right? Exactly. Um, really? Exactly. Yeah, not not with this greasy Chinese food. Like, it did not work well with it. Um, so kind of weird to make that. And I, I really did that bag for you because i know i know you like them i didn't think you'd like the egg rolls i'm surprised you did that was that I was a did. nice we're gonna get like we're gonna get like a dozen of them on christmas yes please i <laughs> you know and and again and the only the actual only feedback i have for this meal which isn't really the meal's fault i guess um the pot stickers were great we had a lot of pot stickers the first one i had was great it it had the right texture it was just crispy on the edges but as i progressed through the rest of the meal and ventured back to the pot stickers i realized that the pot stickers had already gotten stale they they didn't they didn't hold up somehow in our own apartment but they did hold up on the way over and i don't know what that's about but buyer beware eat your pot stickers first from this place yeah that was true I would agree with that. Um, yeah, overall, a great meal. And I'm so glad you picked it out for us. I can't wait to have it again. I'm so hungry yeah, so, now after listening to that. Sorry it wasn't sadder. 
the concept was sad. I think I think it works. I, I felt like, oh yeah, this is a sad picture, kind of similar to Kate's, just being surrounded by way more food than one person needs to eat, but eating it anyway is kind of sad. Yeah, I mean, like, sad stuff can be great, right? Like, how many sad, I mean, Meg, you watch sad movies all the time and just love them. I do. I love being sad. <laughs> Next uh, on my on my order is Emily. Um. Okay. So I really took this to a whole other level of sadness because I was like, I really need to get in the right mindset for this. Um. So I had my food delivered after class. Um, I always, I always get dinner instead of lunch. Um, and I was very hungry. And so it got dropped off and I unboxed it. But what I did was, um, I ate alone in the living room on the floor with a food tray lit only by the Christmas tree. So I really upped the sadness level. That is sad. That is. Thank you. Yeah, I I created the right ambiance for this. I I I almost considered eating my meal on the toilet (laughs) to make it sadder, but decided against it. Yeah. Well, then you would have been, you know, forced to take a photo of yourself doing that and posting it on the internet. So I think you probably made the right choice. Yeah, it would have been like that Jenny McCarthy ad for candies. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Giselle knows. I knew Giselle would know. Yeah, it was in it was in like my teen magazines growing up. Yeah. Such a good ad. Okay. Uh sorry, Emily. Um so I got Zach got me Italian food, which I love because that's heavy comfort food. And um so I I opened everything up and I got a green salad, which was fine. It was, you know, it's was, it was a green salad. Um, but he got me two orders of garlic bread. And I love garlic bread if it's done right. And this was done so well because the crust was not hard, but just a little crunchy. And then the inside of it was like super soft and squishy because of the garlic butter. So it was really perfect. Um and then he got me, um, you know, honestly, I thought for a minute, I thought it was puttanesca because it didn't taste like traditional spaghetti. It was like spicy and the noodles were a little bigger and flat and it was more of a runny sauce than like a marinara sauce. Um, but it was, it was in fact spaghetti. That's what's on the receipt. Uh, and it was really good. It came with meatballs, and the meatballs were, they were little, which I enjoyed because I didn't have to cut them up to eat them. I could shove a whole one in my mouth. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the pasta was really good. I really liked that it was spicy. Like, it made my nose run a little bit, um, which isn't typical for a spaghetti. Yum. And then he got me tiramisu for dessert which was still frozen when I tried to eat it. So 
what? I just That's took a little. little I just took a little off the corner, and then that that was it. Cause I had to let it defrost. Um, but, I mean, it was good. The the flavor was fine, but I wasn't gonna sit and eat a whole slice of frozen tiramisu. Um. Yeah, but that was like, that was a perfect. That is exactly something I would order myself alone on New Year's. Um, because it's you can eat your feelings with food like that. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah. Did you get a drink? No. And because I had already sat down and situated myself, I didn't even get up to get a drink. <laughs> so it went, like really if like all all around sadness for this meal. And but I know in a good but in with delicious food. <laughs> yeah, and I know Emily, you're not a wine fan. I, I might have recommended a wine otherwise. Or I am not one. a wine fan. A wine actually gives me a stomach ache and a headache. So I don't really ever drink it. That's um, horrible. Yeah. No, and, and actually most alcohol is starting to do that. So I really don't drink in general. Um that that would have really upped the sadness, I think. Which uh, might have been a good thing. Right, true. But I really <laughs> wanted to enjoy my food. I didn't I, I didn't see where it came from though. So it came it was, from this oh place and it was and delivered I'm, in a brown okay, paper uh, sack. I, which is all <laughs> what? Ooh, that's sad. That is sad. <laughs> I mentioned... Yeah. I mean, really, all the components of that dinner were were pretty depressing. It was perfect. Um, I, I really, I as a as an amateur cook, as as a uh, especially of Italian food, which is mostly what I cook. I was I'm a little embarrassed to say the name of this place. It's called Pimp My Pasta. Stop it. Are you serious? That's the, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my I life. I feel like that makes it sadder. Guys, I, not only am I not only am I serious, but it is a chain and it is kind of all over the place on the West Coast. Oh. Um, now here's what I like about it though. So Emily, the place I was gonna order for you, um, I woke up I woke up yesterday morning, it was a Monday, and I said, Meg, you know, uh, I'm realizing that uh, it's a Monday morning. You guys are having me order for you on Monday. That's historically or traditionally the day that a lot of Italian, French, uh, the type of food I like, the type of food I cook, restaurants are closed. Mm-hmm. And Meg says, well, we haven't been having that issue. So I was like, okay, so we'll be okay. But it is the case that the place, Emily, I had scoped out for you on Sunday what was the original place? Uh, Abuela, uh, Abuelas. It started with an A. Um, I, I, I had to look that. Well, I've been in California for a while, so maybe I'm confusing these languages. But it was something like that. Um, okay. So I, I had to I had to look it up. Uh, but it, it, yeah, it, it, there was an A and a B and a V. I'm not. I, I can't remember. Anyway, they were closed, and. As a result, I <laughs> I resorted to pimp my pasta. But what I really like about pimp my pasta is that when you when you go to their website, all you really are doing is picking out the shape of your noodle, 
and then like four or five sauces. It's really so that's like, that's why it wasn't like traditional spaghetti, right? Because I what did you general, pick? I picked fettuccine. Okay, that's what I thought. I was so thrown off as to what kind of pasta this was. Yeah, so it was it was not like a traditional uh, meal. It was I, I did fettuccine, and then I did um, the tomato sauce. I I think you're talking about it being spicy. There might have been something I added, uh, like a topping. I think I might have added red pepper or something a little bit to make it kind of spicy. Okay. And then you pick, like, whether you want meatballs added to it. It's it's very much a build-your-own-thing. This sounds amazing. So it is. And what I really like about it is, you know, when you go to a great Italian restaurant, they don't do that, which is fine. But realistically, this is how Italians and Italian Americans cook. Like, you just add whatever shape of pasta you want or have to, you know, whatever sauce, and you toss shrimp in there, or you toss meatballs, or it's a bolognese, or whatever it is. Um, so I, I kind of love it. Although I was skeptical because, again, the name is Pimp My Pasta. <laughs> So. <laughs> Every time you say it, it sounds like we just inserted it like a sound clip. I, I, know. I know. I'm just I, hoping I, they ser- they sell merchandise. Oh my god! Yeah, I kind of want that too. Um, but I'm I'm so glad it was good, and I I didn't know you were getting a salad. Nowhere on the menu did it mention that you'd get a salad, but I'm glad um, because that's that's fun. That's kind of italian American. it rounds out the meal yeah 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 exactly I, i'm i'm glad the garlic bread was good not only is garlic bread a little iffy in general delivery of garlic bread can be right can be an issue yeah but no it it kept perfectly it didn't get soggy or anything it was great and it didn't like cut my mouth up or anything like it wasn't overdone um tiny tiny meatballs makes me happy i i was worried you were gonna get two you know giant uh, two baseball sized meatballs no they were small they were like smaller than golf balls good i don't know where that giant meatball thing comes from like plop one giant like fist of a like a quarter of a meatloaf on your spaghetti i don't know where that comes from i i did not grow up with that as an italian american i did not grow up with that i have no idea where that comes from a baseball a golf ball and a fist (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> those are very measurements of size right then right golf ball is, golf ball is almost too big for meatball you want a little smaller than a golf ball um and that's but not I a guess fist a, not fist definitely it's huge I, that's I, way I too big this is how i've known you for a long time don't act like you know how big a baseball is off the top of your head i know you what about a football i don't I know. That's why I like the fist. The <laughs> football. <laughs> the entire bringing, meatloaf. We should start bringing meatloaf shaped like a football to every <laughs> Super Bowl event. <laughs> um, it's weird that the tiramisu is frozen, but in a weird way, I know that, um, well, I know mom and pop Italian restaurants, which I worked, uh, I worked in one on the East Coast. You make that and then you freeze it. So it could still have been homemade. Um, they could have made it on site. I'm guessing since this place is a chain, that probably wasn't the case. Um, so it's a little weird. It was still frozen, but it's better than it being a 
goopy mess, I guess. Yeah, it it held its shape. And actually, I am going to have the rest of my pasta tonight for dinner, and I'm very excited about it. And I'm also going to have my tiramisu. I've been okay, looking forward fun. to it all day. But Emily, actually, you know, of uh, Kate and Megan both made it pretty clear that it was good. Was it good? What did you think? And I'm I'm not asking to to get excited. I'm kind of curious, like, how was the flavor and experience of an Italian restaurant that's called, again, Pimp My Pasta? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think I made pretty clear that the experience was sad. Um, but overall, <laughs> the, the flavor was really... It was really good. Um, I will say it was a bit slippery. Like the noodles really had a hard time. Got to add that oil to that water. Right. Like it really I had a hard time the water. Yeah. staying on the fork and making it to my mouth. I, I dropped a lot, which actually added to that sad ambiance, you know. Yeah. It was, did it, was it a mess. splatter when you dropped it? it? Like It actually did once. <laughs> nice. Like it was, yeah. Um, and actually I ripped my pajamas while getting situated. Like it was, wow. it was a success, <laughs> truly. Uh, we um, can't blame that on my <laughs> Uh, but the, no, it was really, it was really good. Like the garlic bread, I can't get over this garlic bread. I actually have one piece tonight to eat. Um, oh, good. Yeah. Um, the garlic bread was so it was so good. It was so perfect. And and I did really enjoy, aside from the slipperiness of the noodles themselves, like I really enjoyed it. And they put like a nice little crust of cheese over the top, like oh, perfectly nice. melted, like with even the little, you know, like the brown toasted parts. Yeah, yeah. Up. That's fantastic. So it was great. It was it was really good. I really enjoyed it. When when I was kind of early on dating Megan and I would visit the prior sisters one time their mom was making spaghetti and I, I was in the kitchen while she was doing it and she took out the dry <laughs> noodles from the box held them over the water and I was like no no because I could see what she was about to do she broke them in half I was like what the what, what are you doing, Martha? <laughs> tell it, tell him, tell everyone how she does the sauce. Well, okay. To be fair, it wasn't just mom. It was all dad did this. We too. all did it. Oh, we all did it. Yeah. yeah. But that's who we saw doing it the first time. But but also the sauce, Zach. The sauce. I, how did we make our sauce? A can of ragu and adding sugar to the ragu. Oh my like, god! Doesn't even make sense. I know. Wait, <laughs> a can? It was too bitter for us. Oh, Needed some Giselle sugar. Was like, Giselle was like, yeah, what are you talking about? Giselle was like a jar of ragu. A glass jar of ragu. Oh, yeah, with yeah. That, that, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So when I when I moved out, I, I did stop breaking the spaghetti in half. Like, and I, the first to day, I won't do it. Like, I put it all in there, um, like, as one. And then, um, obviously, I don't add sugar to my to my pasta sauce but sometimes i will add a little bit of cream to it to my red sauce oh, that's, that's really nice that's different yeah 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 i mean i'm i've broken them in half before when i've been in situations where i didn't have a large enough pot yeah how do you, fit you know them in? honestly i think i would just be more worried if they were like you know, farfalle that she was breaking in half to put. Oh, I love those. In the spot. That that would be that. Oh my god, I'm gonna do that. That would be alarming. Sometime. 
That's amazing. <laughs> That's an amazing idea. I like subtle pranks like that, where you're just like being a regular person, then suddenly you're someone looks and they're like, "What are you doing? <laughs> Why is your farley broken in that? <laughs> what is wrong with you?" <laughs> I want it to cook faster. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Um, it's you, Giselle, I think, right? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it is me. I know that, but I was still thinking about pasta. It's making me so hungry. We had a student, a place at the student union that did like dyop you know design your own pasta yeah you remember that place yeah and I, I was dreaming about that just now talking when you were describing choosing all the different things for the pasta and i thought i really want pasta now i'm so hungry i don't even want to talk about my own food now i want to go eat all the food that you guys ate i really want I pasta now it goes through my head probably like four or five times a week <laughs> well hence you making all this pasta i love this yeah. pasta is truly a comfort food uh there's oh, yeah. a place by us artist pizza and they have the best pesto pasta like it's amazing Ooh, yum i'm real hungry I love pesto okay well i guess i'm up huh so yeah. um i my experience was that the food arrived on time at, well <laughs> It was a it was a great example of how sometimes these places are just weird for no reason at all. Like when you get too much information and you just needed to see the end result because they were like sending when Zach went to order it. It said it was going to be at a certain time and then we ordered it. It was going to be way earlier. And then I got a text message from them telling me that it was going to be late. And then they followed up to say, oh, it's actually going to be early again. So it actually just ended up arriving at the time Zach wanted. So there was a lot of communication about nothing, you know? <laughs> yeah, so I was sitting in my office and I knew it was coming because Zach put my phone number in. So I went out to the front and there was a bag. And actually, I knew where it was coming from, but I'd never heard of the place before. Because when they texted me, they texted me with their name. So... That, but they didn't mark that on the bag, so I wouldn't have had any idea if if I hadn't gotten that text message. So it's from a place called Sam's Place. Did I get that right, Zach? Yes, Sam's Place, yeah. I've never heard of Sam's Place. For anyone who happened to be listening to Moraine, you're probably like, what, you don't know Sam's Place? Or something like that, because <laughs> I get the sense that it's the kind of place that's been around for like 40 years. I just have never been there before, even though it's probably five minutes from where I live and I had no idea. And strangely, I was on a phone call with someone who grew up in Novato later that day. And she was like, oh, the other day I was walking to Sam's place. I was like, what? I was like, now I'm hearing about it. What is that? You know, I, no one had ever mentioned it to me before. So the food arrived and I didn't know what it was. And so I started filming and I opened it on camera and I'm now going to send you guys a picture of it as soon as I say what it is which is that I didn't know what it was, um, but I smelled garlic and I opened it and there was a very large cut of meat, yes. mashed, <laughs> mashed potatoes and gravy and um, vegetables tossed in a garlic, a garlic butter, I think. Um, and I, <laughs> this is the, the embarrassing part of this is that I am really bad at identifying meat. Like, if I was on one of those, you know, those cooking shows where they make you test your palate and you have to like be blindfolded and they put stuff in your mouth. Um, if when it comes to meat, like, I don't know if I could tell. So like if someone doesn't tell me what it is and prepare me for what I'm about to eat, I don't know if I would know. So I looked at it and I couldn't tell if it was beef or 
And th- but but the thing is, I took a bite of it and I realized it's probably a pork chop. Like, but it's freaking huge. This thing is huge. Did you get the picture? Take a look. Yes. This thing is massive. It's half the size of, the to- of this large to-go box. And I'm pretty sure it's a pork chop. Am I right, Zach? No, it was a New York steak. It was a New York strip steak. Damn it. <laughs> you can use those steak for a pork chop. I can't <laughs> that tell. Like I would do. Okay, so you guys, okay, you're going to see. There's going to be a video imagine, on the blog. I'm trying to imagine Kate or Megan confusing beef or pork, and I don't think they're capable of it. Okay, so I I finally settled on pork chop, like a boneless giant pork chop, and I even like Googled pictures of giant pork chops. <laughs> <laughs> and I basically just decided that's what it was because they're it had important kind of different textures. No, the texture yeah, was like pork. They're both meat. The texture was like pork. No, no, no. But it wasn't like okay. Th- this is okay. So obviously, this steak was cooked in a pan, like not on a grill, right? So it was like a pan yes. fried uh, steak. And so I, <laughs> I, it was kind of like pinkish, you know. So it wasn't like well done or whatever. Um, but it had a texture kind of like well done. I don't know how to explain it. So I thought, okay, well, it's not, it's pink in the middle, so it can't be pork, right? But then I thought, no, that's not necessarily true. It might have, with the, I don't know what it's seasoned with, but it was good. I just could, I just didn't know. So it was a New York steak. Right. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, it definitely had all the food as, okay, the vegetables were like a highlight. Whatever they seasoned them in was so good. The gravy was a classic kind of gravy. I think probably they use flour as opposed to cornstarch. Um, yeah. And, and I think they use Hopefully. real potatoes. I can't remember if they were chunky. Those are um, definitely and, real potatoes. They better have been. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Um, but I don't know what this place is, but I definitely got that feeling like, um, you know, Emily at the beginning was describing you're like in a diner and like Old Lang Syne was playing and you're kind of depressed and. Um, staring out the window, you know, and the lighting is kind of dim. I pictured myself in a diner, a diner on New Year's at like 2 a.m. eating this. And it was very satisfying. It was definitely like you got caught in traffic on Christmas and all your, or not Christmas, well, New Year's Christmas, you know, holidays. And you missed everything and everything got ruined and you're all alone somehow because everyone missed their flights. And you're just like, and you just pull over at some diner where there's a Christmas tree and a wait and, a, and like a server with a, a raspy voice like I got that feeling while I was eating this and it was nice oh. I think I this is definitely like a place where I would go all the time and it had one dollar sign online and so I'm wondering if it was really that uh, like was how was the pricing uh I mean it was right right you guys usually spend around 20 bucks on each other and that's pretty much what this was before you know delivering stuff yeah considering that you get like a steak that's pretty yeah. decent and yeah. I would, I, this is definitely somewhere I would order from again. I really enjoy this kind of meal, like this classic traditional setup, you know, it was, it was nice. And I have no complaints. Like I have no complaints. You know what I mean? It's not like a steak that you get at, you know, some fancy Vegas restaurant in a casino. It was like a, a, a diner a pan fried steak. steak. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's not exactly. Uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed that because it felt like somebody cooked it at their house for me. Yeah, I so um I, I've known Giselle forever and Giselle, I this has come up a few times like you'll come visit Megan and I and one time I have this memory of you being like, "Oh, can you cook meat?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I mean, 
Megan and I eat meat every day. Um, Giselle's not a vegetarian. I don't think she would profess to be a vegetarian. No, but like, no. If there's if there's one person in my life who's really I know who's capable of being like, hey, this should be a way I conduct my life because it's good for me and healthy for me, and it's best for me and it's low stress. It's Giselle, and like, we really most of us eat too much meat, right? Giselle. Definitely not. Like no. Uh, so I, I remember She's got you the kidney it. stones to prove it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I my my primary sources of protein are yogurt, tofu, um, and eggs. Yeah, and I, I I know you 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 know you you like to take care of yourself. You're good at that, and so I was like, you know, she deserves. I but I also know you like it. Um, so I was like, I, I want to get Giselle oh, yeah. really bad. I want to get her like a badass steak. But it's also got to be kind of sad. And I also don't want to go to like one of the steakhouses in Marin no. County, which, by the way, tend to not deliver, you know, 1230 on a Monday morning anyway. So, <laughs> um, I, yeah, I was kind of looking for that just that diner steak, like exactly what you're talking about. Um, and this Sam's place uh, had it. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I was able to find a place that had it. And I'm super excited that I was able to get like a steak out to Giselle. That's that was really exciting, actually. Very exciting. I was really excited by it. It was very. I you could tell Zach had picked this meal. I I think that's a good thing. I, I guess. So. Yeah, yeah, I never would have sent you a steak. <laughs> in a million years, we also wouldn't have had a steak episode. <laughs> no, <laughs> but now I kind of want to. I know. But no, uh, yeah, I like having I liked having meat. Meat meat for me is like a special treat. Cause it yeah, costs a you lot of got money like, for me. You got like ten ounces of it. I don't oh, know yeah, how big it was. It was big though. It looks pretty big in the picture. Yeah, it was it was a big ass steak, as they say on the on the streets of Novato. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's. If you want to get a big ass steak, you gotta go to Sam's. That's what I really, I really think you've selected a restaurant that could become like a new favorite. Oh, fun! Yeah, I want to go. It looked good. Their menu in general looked pretty cool. Stoked. What was the sad element here? Oh, it was definitely well, like a diner alone meet, meal. Like, imagine if it's New Year's Day and you're just having like a like a. Well, I was going to say like a chop mashed and and a. a and chop. It was definitely like diner. It was like sitting in a diner alone. Say what, Zach? No, the chop, chop, that's a perfect word, right? Like, and, and yeah, my, my theory was that, uh, a diner steak is kind of sad in general. Like you, you don't go to a diner and get a steak really, right? Like it's kind of a sad ordeal. Um, and no, also, it's ordering... a... no, go ahead, Giselle. Oh, I was just going to say like, yeah, you know, it's like the most expensive thing on the menu and therefore it's fifteen ninety nine. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like the best steak. Yeah, and, and and like a steak alone is always a little weird, right? Like who eats steak alone? Um, I don't know. Not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Steak alone, the single woman's journey. <laughs> a tagline for this episode. So, Zach, what did you think uh, about the takeout breakout concept after you had to go through the planning and ordering process? Um, well, I okay, so I, I did want to make a couple of notes about delivery services. One, I, I want to just say that props to Grubhub. Um, I gave them in the notes Giselle's phone number, 
And it's awesome that that's what they deferred to. I was kind of like, oh, I'm going to do this. And their algorithm's like never going to pick it up. They're never going to acknowledge it. But apparently they did. So that was very cool. I was like, hey, I'm ordering this for a friend. If you have any questions about where she lives, text this number. And apparently that worked. So I was pretty happy about that. I was very careful to use like these private uh, browsers and use different delivery services. I was terrified of like suddenly Kate, you not getting your meal or Giselle not getting her meal because it was like, oh, hey, Giselle, who lives in Marin County, California, this South Mouth Wings doesn't deliver to you. You know what I mean? Because like, <laughs> yeah. every time I opened up a tab in like DoorDash, it, it was like Kate's address over and over again. So right. um, I used different delivery services. Um, I was I was just scared about like wiping out that Kate's address was what I was ordering to because I was like I can imagine hitting refresh and suddenly some restaurant in Marin County is trying to deliver to Boulder, Colorado, and I'm like it's it's going to be a mess. Um, <laughs> Someone's boarding up locally. Yeah, that said, I, you know I was actually telling Megan I was like, you guys should consider doing like one person orders for the other the everybody else because in a way it, it it went really well like it, it there was no issues i i really carefully planned everything out um it didn't take that much work at all and i used a different delivery service um for everybody and it, it all seemed to work out pretty okay so honestly it was the opposite <laughs> it was not stressful at all it's it pretty easy it was exciting actually when you say you use different delivery services for all of us, um, do you remember who you use for who? So for you, Giselle, I used Grubhub. Oh, okay. For Kate, for Kate, I used DoorDash. For Megan and I, I used Caviar. Mm-hmm. And then, oh. yeah, for Emily, I also used, I think, DoorDash. But she was, like, at night. So she was quite a bit later. I wasn't as worried. Um about like overlap. I was really worried about overlap and probably mm-hmm. I didn't need to be, but I, I, I just wanted to make sure, like I said, we didn't have some, uh, you know, I, I didn't want to get bombarded by calls and uh, if anything went wrong. And, you know, that's the problem. If, if one of your deliveries had gone wrong, you know, a delivery going wrong, like a caller, like, excuse me, a delivery driver suddenly calling you, and being like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm um, I'm in Boulder here. And what house am I delivering this to? I'm like, I've, I don't know. I think it's blue. You know, like, <laughs> I've, I've been out there once. I think it's blue. I think it's the second house on the right. I, I don't know. Oh, that's pretty good. But, yeah, like, what do, you, what do you do, right? So the second one thing goes wrong with a delivery driver, it's bad, right? Um, mm-hmm. If you're a third party. If it's your house, you're like, oh, I'll come out and look for you. But uh, so, so I was, I was trying to be very careful with that. No, yeah, that's probably the hardest part for me of this entire podcast was ordering for someone else, and then something's weird with the delivery, and you're having to describe. <laughs> like, if you're like, where are like, like I'm at the corner of this, whatever. I'm like, okay, um, just keep going to the address. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, it's very much not the blind leading the blind. Right. Or like me not realizing until it's too late that he wasn't even delivering to the right building. And then they like leave it outside the door of the building and it gets stolen. You know, and I'm like, okay, thanks. 
Yeah. <laughs> no. Has some has some bad potential. I, I'm super grateful everything <laughs> went well. Kudos to all the delivery drivers and the services for for that. To close us oh. out, I uh, I have one more question for Zach, and that is, what is the saddest takeout breakout meal you've had that you've gotten roped into? Uh, there is, I think, I think I want to say on teams. Giselle, oh. I was gonna say oh, our carnival to, food. I was gonna say it has to be teams. <laughs> yeah. Um, teams was really bad. I think, like, first of all, it starts showing up, and there, like, there just wasn't even enough food for three people. And I was like, "That's fine." They thought they were just ordering for Emily and Megan, and I was just like, uh, uh, "Honestly, like, uh, I, I'm close to all four of you. I love all four of you, but Kate and Giselle are weirdly the two I trust the most to deliver good food to me." And how? That was just a letdown. So I'm there with the prior sister, and this is garbage of a meal shows up, and I'm like, I think I think there were like hot dogs involved, or yeah, there was hot corn dogs dog. and a corn dog, jelly yeah. fries. Yeah, I was just like hard pass on this. Um, <laughs> the Giselle ordered us chicken tenders one time, and it was awesome as a concept, but those God, they were so bad. And I don't want to even say the restaurant's name. You guys have talked about that in a previous episode. I just want to reiterate here. Like, Megan and I will routinely bring up how bad that place is chicken. So bad. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. Otherwise, it's been pretty okay, I think. Carnival food, the worst. Yeah. Not yeah. a good thing. Like, hey, what do you guys want for lunch? Oh, carnival food. <laughs> I will up. say our, our, our selection of that theme was probably like 60 40 costume and photo shoot ideas to yeah. food ideas so <laughs> yeah pretty much. Priorities really lie. oh man it was so fun to have you on this episode though um thank you for being part of it thank you for the music thanks for the the laughs along the way and thanks for ordering us surprisingly good food this time yeah it was fun thanks guys thank you it was so fun This has been Takeout Breakout. We hope this inspires you to eat outside the box with your friends. Listen to this episode and more wherever you listen to podcasts. Ah, Sorry. (laughs) Thanks for listening.